This episode of the Ebone Zone podcast has been brought to you in cooperation with Fair Plains General Store. Hello, good evening, and as always, welcome to another edition of the Ebone Zone. I'm your hilariously humble host, Ethan Page Rivers. It's wonderful to be here with you tonight, folks, and I'm excited to bring you another episode. I'm not sure if you've heard, but there's this weird sort of controversy going on, and at the center of it, ice cream. What exactly happened, though, and why should we care? Well, let me tell you. In Lufkin, Texas, just the other week, someone filmed someone else licking a tub of ice cream and then just casually putting it back on the shelf, as if nothing happened. And people are going insane. So naturally, I'm an opinion person. Let's take this horse for a ride, huh? First of all, ew, no one would buy it. Did you catch that? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory reference. Seriously, this is all kinds of disgusting, but I can't understand it if it's just for the memes. My goodness, dude, I thought you were smarter than this. I'm your brain and I'm not even so sure anymore. What am I saying? Doing that in general is bad, but doing it just to get your 15 seconds of fame is even worse. And there's the rebound. You had me in the first half there, not gonna lie. I was getting worried for you, man. Get this, it's getting to be such an issue that they've even got detectives looking for the people who filmed the video. It would honestly be a lot simpler to just hear me out. If you want ice cream that bad, buy the thing first, wait till you get home, and then just go to town. Could you just not do that in a Walmart, or anywhere in public for that matter? Please, I wasn't even there and you've embarrassed me. Or, or, I have a wonderful idea. Just go to an ice cream stand and get an ice cream cone. That way when you lick it, it won't be weird. Plus, she might actually be going to jail for that because apparently it carries a second degree felony charge in anywhere from 2 to 20 years in jail. And it gets even crazier from here. She's even bragging about it on Instagram. I... I just have so many questions. There's also an I am Spartacus type thing going on here as well because people are actually saying they were the ones that did it. Even though, you know, the video literally shows the person who did it. Bluebell has actually pulled out all of their ice cream and that flavor from the Walmart where it happened. It was tin roof flavor, by the way. A little bit of a tangent here. Tin roof ice cream? Really? How can you make an ice cream flavor that tastes like a tin roof? By the way, I know it probably doesn't taste like that, but I mean, come on. That name makes you think. And if people don't know it doesn't taste like a tin roof, it might turn them away. Just think about that for a second. Back on topic. I believe the lesson in this, at least for me, is be careful what you do with your ice cream. You just might end up with a court date. This week, I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 14, verse 14 says, The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. In this, the book of Exodus, we're concerning ourselves with how the Lord brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. Now that we have context, let's dive right in. Starting off with the first of this verse, the Lord shall fight for you. This part of the verse is basically saying if we cast our cares on God, we won't have to worry because God is going to take care of it. He's going to fight our battles for us. To go a little deeper into it, let's figure out what Moses and the Israelites were dealing with and see how God met their needs. In Exodus chapter 14 verses 1 and 2, the Lord commands Moses to tell the children of Israel to turn back and set up camp. And then Exodus 14 verses 3 and 4, he gives the reason to Moses. 
this. He says, For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, They are entangled in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart, that he shall follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his host, that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. So we see here that Moses is given a command by God, and he does what he is told. They go out and they set up camp, and the Egyptians start getting worried. They start thinking that the Israelites are going to escape. In verse 5 of Exodus 14, it says, And it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people. And they said, Why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? So as you can see in this verse, Pharaoh and the Egyptians are getting worried that the Israelites will escape. So what do they do? Well, they pursued them. And it says here in verse 7, And he took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captains over every one of them. The Egyptians are going after the Israelites, and the children of Israel know this. They look back and they see the Egyptians behind them, and they start getting worried. They ask Moses what to do. And then in verse 14, Moses says, The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. So, the Lord shall fight for you. We've already covered that. What does ye shall hold your peace mean, though? Holding your peace means having peace of mind, or saying nothing, or doing nothing, being okay with what is happening. And that's exactly what the Israelites did after they were told by Moses to just trust God. In verse 18, the Lord says to Moses, But lift thou up thy rod, and stretch out thine hand over the sea, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. If in your life there's something going on that's not too favorable, if in your life you're in a valley, if in your life there is a problem, just do as the children of Israel did in the bondage of Egypt. Trust God. We've heard about some weird stuff during the history of this podcast, but this one might just take the cake. So we're going to keep this party rolling with a question. Do you know what breatharianism is? No? Well, neither did I until about a week ago when I was writing this episode. Apparently, there is a select number of people who believe that you can just live by breathing. While that's technically true, I'm getting ahead of myself here. What is this thing called breatharianism? Here's what goes down. Basically, these people actually believe that you can live without food or water. I mean, you could, but not for long. It's not a good idea, but as far as that, I'll bring it full circle in just a sec. There's this one person who says food gets in the way of her enjoyment of life. What? Come on now, this has got to be a joke. Yes, I agree. Please tell me you're kidding. I was doing some reading on this, and I found out she spends like, what, three hours a day just breathing. For the record, we all spend more than three hours a day just breathing, but I think this might be a bit more than what we're used to. Going back to the lack of enjoyment thing, she said, I just don't understand that, to be honest, because I doubt it's possible to have a bad day while you're eating a burger, or any food that you enjoy. Whether it's a salad or a steak. You could be having a bad day before you sit down, and you could be having a bad day when you're done eating, but I bet you 100% you'll be happy while it's actually happening. Now on to bringing it full circle, like I said earlier. They say you can only survive about three weeks or more without food. As far as water goes, a week is the max, but that still doesn't mean it's a good idea to try and beat the record on either of them. But don't take my word for it. I've done some research, and there's actually no evidence of this breatharian stuff being healthy for you. 
you. Yeah, I'm just going to stick to meat and potatoes for now. Before we wrap up this week's episode, I just want to take a second to tell you about my good friends at Fair Plains General Store. They have a full line of Daddy Pete's gardening and lawn care items, and not to mention all the best soil additives and fertilizers, as well as high-nutrition permafeed for livestock. Are you having a pest problem? Are weeds getting you down? No worries. They've got you covered with high-yield herbicide and pesticide on site in both liquid and granular varieties. Find them at 418 Sparta Road in North Wilkesboro, and of course, call them if you don't have time to stop in at 336-667-6849. And hey, do me a favor and tell them Ethan sent you by, would you? And with that being said, thank you guys for once again being here tonight and joining me for another episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram, at Official, as well as on Twitter, at EBZ. That's capital O and official, capital EBZ, in case you were wondering. And until next time, God bless us and save us. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll see you soon.